0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, we have for the last week or two been focusing on what's been going on in the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. We talk about the supply chain snafu. We talk about the disruption of the supply chain. And we've been looking at all of the reasons for this. And we've been looking at what the actions of the Biden administration have been to really kind of turn things around. Now, for anyone who's listened to my program for the last several years, you know I don't enter anti any particular, let's call it controversy, with an opinion. I don't look at any president with a one-sided viewpoint. In other words, I take each action as it comes, and I judge each action by whether or not I think it's appropriate or whether I think it's maybe just downright uh, doesn't make any sense. And I have to say the most recent actions taken and supported by the Biden administration just lead me to say, are you freaking serious? I mean, I always thought that the people in Washington, you know, different points of view and this type of thing. But sometimes and what I'm getting now is I think that there's just a a lack of brains. There's a lack of judgment. There's a lack of I just have to say that I don't like to call people this stupidity, the stupidity that I am seeing going on around me when it comes to this Los Angeles Long Beach port is just beyond belief I have to say more things than just, are you freaking serious? But let's just step back and take a look for a second. Let's let let's rehash where we've been. Very quickly, I don't want to be redundant. I don't want to be repetitive and, and stuff and beat you into the ground and, you know, again and again and again because there's fresh material today. Well, let's remember, what we've got is... Uh, several years ago, kind of starting with NAFTA in the 80s, it was decided by manufacturing in this country and by the politicians to move everything offshore. Okay, do we call it outsourcing? Do we call it going where it's cheaper? But at that point in time in the 80s, it seemed like Mexico was a great place to be. We got the North American Free Trade Association, right, NAFTA. So that meant that we could produce things in Mexico, bring them back here for sale in the United States, take advantage of all the cheap labor that was down there, and not pay tariffs when it came back in. That's that free trade, be able to go back and forth over the borders. All right, kind of like Euro, right? European, where they can go back and forth across the borders and not have to be hit with the tariffs continually. All right. So now we expanded that. And now what we've seen is our so-called quote enemy of the moment, China, happens to be the biggest producer and supplier to us. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. The majority of legal drugs coming to this country come from China, somewhere close to 80 percent. You like your aspirin that you're getting? Yeah. Well you think thank the Chinese for that. Now, if you're shipping from China to the United States, you got a big pond in the way. It's called the Pacific Ocean. You have to move goods over to here. We're not even going to get into the resurrection of COVID. What number? I don't know. But all of a sudden, manufacturing plants being shut down by China, places that are producing goods for our consumption because we like cheap goods, of course. And of course, checks are written to the politicians to be able to outsource okay so all of a sudden forget that but let's just talk about the supply here comes the supply to the United States and it comes to primarily the two ports Los Angeles and Long Beach see I could remember Long Beach the president couldn't remember that that was one of the significant ports that receives goods from overseas so all of a sudden what we've got is the stuff's coming in But when the ships are coming in and they're taking the cargo, they're taking the containers off and they're sitting there and, well, they're sitting there waiting to be taken off and then they're waiting on the dock to be picked up and taken away by truck or by rail, but you got to get them off the the boats to get them onto the dock. Then you got to get them on the, from the dock onto the boat, uh, excuse me, onto the trucks or onto the rail. Okay. So we've been all over this. We know this and we know that the guys, they can't get it done in an eight hour time period. So do you think we should maybe expand the working day? Well, that's what Joe has said. We haven't seen anything like that because he's had to kind of coerce the unions because these guys are making huge salaries to unload and be a longshoreman in California big, big bucks. We're talking six figures, folks, six figures. And so when we take a look at it for working eight hours a day, well, that would be a solution to work longer hours. That would be good. Then we had the second when we looked at it was that was a simplistic approach. Then the second thing we looked at was, well, let's see, we're short in this country, 80,000 truck drivers, we could use 80,000 truck drivers, but we have a rule that says and the law, federal law, you have to be 21 to drive a 16-wheeler. you are got to be 21 to drive it. You can go to war and die at 19, 18, 20, but you can't drive a long-range rig. So that means you have taken out a percentage of the truckers that could be. We're 80,000 short. We could increase that or we could reduce that by having... 19, 18, 20-year-olds driving truck. But we don't have that. Then in California, if you're an owner-operator, it means that you've got, you know, your own one or two or three rigs. You're not a big national line. You can't operate in California. No owner-operators. Oh, and if you are a big rig operator, you know, a big national firm, a lot of drivers, a lot of trucks. If your trucks are older than 2011 or 2010 truck or engine, you can't drive it in California. That's right. That represents 50 percent of the fleet, folks. OK, so that's stupid, but they got it. You know, emission standards and all the rest of that stuff. I got a flash for you. emission standards in this country have been gradually declining every year because of the efforts of the energy people themselves. OK, so we've now eliminated 50 percent of The carriers and trucks to take this stuff away. Oh, by the way, to get it on trains to move it around, you got to have people to take it off, you got to have some trucks to take it to the trains. It's not easy. So, all of this is difficult, which means then it's backing up. And so, what's happening is that those. Uh, containers that are filled with goods that can get out. They're getting out, being distributed around the country. And then as they're brought back, the empty containers are sitting there. They're just sitting there waiting to be taken off, put back on the boat and sent back to China or wherever they came from. Okay. So you got a bottleneck at every step along the way. And when you take a look at the pictures at the port in Long Beach or the port in Los Angeles, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of containers sitting there to be unloaded or shipped away, taken away by truck or loaded back on a boat, but they're just sitting there. Okay. So if this ideas all these ideas of uh not increasing or decreasing the the driver's age of not working longer hours of 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 doing all this kind of stuff implementing that which hasn't been implemented if that wasn't bad enough now what happens what really happens here's what has occurred and, and I have to tell you, first of all, though, there has been an organization that's been formed. It's called the National Shippers Advisory Council. Hmm. It sounds like a, a very big governmental agency, but it's not. It is a organization of pretty heavy hitters in the retail area. It's 12 importers and 12 exporters. It's the Folks like Amazon and Walmart and Target and Ikea and Office Depot. These are very heavy hitter retailers. They've come together to help advise the Federal Maritime Commission to try to get out of this. Well, they had their first meeting, their inaugural meeting, just a little while ago. And they were given this wonderful piece of news to kind of factor also into their advice to the government, advice to the uh, advisory council. The, the excuse me, the Maritime Commission, and what that was was that starting November first, a few days from now, Los Angeles and Long Beach is going to charge one hundred dollars per container for boxes dwelling nine more nine or more days that move by truck, and those that move by rail that are sitting there six days or more. Holy mackerel, a hundred dollars a day. And you say, well, it's $100 a day. It's no big deal. And then um, I looked at the finer print. And the fine print says it was increasing $100 per day. Okay. So let me see. The first day, it's $100. And the second day, it's $100. And the third day, it's $100. And you add it up all up after 10 days, and it's $1,000. Well, guess what? That's not correct. That's not what the contract says, or that's not what the ports are saying. The ports are saying that it is $100 a day and that it increases $100 per day for each day thereafter. So let me give you an example. The first day, it's $100. The second day it's sitting there, $200. The third day, $300. The fourth day, $400. You get the idea? So when we're up to the 10th day, It's $1,000 for that day. So in 10 days, when I first did my calculation, I said, well, let's see, $100 a day, 10 days, that's $1,000. Au contraire. When you do it the way they did, increasing $100 each day, you have a total outlay for a 10-day period, if you've got a container sitting there, for that container, $5,500. And we've been watching containers sitting there for 20, 30, 40 days. And so let's do the math. By day 30, a charge for that container will be $46,500 per container. You've got 10 containers sitting there, and if they've been sitting there for 30 days, you owe the port $465,000. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Okay, what is the whole idea behind this? They call this. Demirage. Demirage is not a charge against the Walmarts and, and, uh, the, the, uh, Ikea's and, and the Costco's. A demurrage is against a boat, which is charged for the failure to unload. I like the word. Okay. They don't empty their container. So it's called a demirage. D-E-M-U-R-R-A-G-E. Google it. Take a look at it. You're being charging the boat. Okay. But in this instance, Long Beach and Los Angeles are going to charge the container owners, the Walmarts, the Costcos. They're going to charge these guys. And so since they're being charged, guess who's ultimately going to pay for it? I'll let you think about that for a second, okay? Now, Steve Hughes, who represents the Motor Equipment and Manufacturing Association, said, I'm concerned that this new fee is going to cause even more problems. He says, we don't have the throughput at the gate. We don't have the drivers. We Many of our trucks are not able to come into California. We just don't have it. And so... Bob Connor, who's the executive vice president of global transportation at Mallory Alexander International Logistics, another mouthful. He says this just came out of left field. He says it's going to add more cost and freight rates being what they are. This is the last thing we need. Okay, so who is going to be paying this? All right. Well, we know the shippers, guys that have got the containers, they're being charged. They're going to have to pay. But guess who it's going to flow through to? You know it as well as I do. The consumer. Do you think Walmart is going to eat that charge? Costco, Ikea, any of these guys are going to eat these charges? I don't think so. Amazon? Office Depot? No. Why Target? No way. It's going to pass it on to us. So therefore, what do we add on to? This is just another, another Fly in the ointment for inflation. Now remember, and I want to repeat this because I want to teach this again and again and again. Inflation is created by two things. Number one, the printing of money. The excess printing of money creates an inflationary environment. In other words, you have all this money. It's worthless, but you have all this money. But because of the supply line change problems, because of COVID, because of other issues, you don't have the product. So you have a limited supply and an increasing demand with this phony paper money. Increasing demand with limited supply rises. It's called supply and demand increases prices, and the ultimate result is increased prices, higher payment. Whether it's gasoline, whether it's pharmaceutical, whether it's food, it makes no difference. That is what creates inflation. The rising prices are an, are the, the afterthought. They are the, what happens because of inflation. Inflation is, once again, the, paint, the printing of money. And it looks like they're going to get something done in the Democrats will get something done in uh, Washington. It might be less than they wanted, but they'll be printing money. And now we've got these fees that are be, being put on these folks in who are trying to get stuff in. Does anybody really think that these guys are just sitting there, that they're letting their containers just, uh, um, you know, uh, just be there, just sit there because they want to? I think everybody has in full intention to get their containers out, but they physically can't. Now you've got the ports who are adding insult to injury. And the one who's going to pay for it in the long run is going to be us. And guess what? Los Angeles and Long Beach have gotten the explicit blessing of the Biden administration on this one. Yes, a nod and a wink from the folks in that administration. You know, after all, I'm I'm getting to the point where these people, it's not just a political difference or it's just a economic difference. I'm getting to the point where I think these people are just plain stupid. I hate to say that. Because these are the people running our government, but they're just plain stupid. Can you imagine? Let's say that you had five cargo ships that are five uh, containers sitting there, and they've been sitting there for 30 days. You want to move them. You want to get them filled. You want to get them taken off. You want to get them back on a ship that can go the other way, but you can't get it done. Let's see. Five containers at $46,500 you just owed... $232,500 to the port of Los Angeles or Long Beach. Huh, quarter of a million dollars. You want that? I don't think so. My response, like their response, would be, are you freaking serious? Yeah, it's stupid. And I'm going to title the show, Stupid is as stupid does. You remember Forrest Gump. I think Forrest also would say, Are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.